I've got a car now. Oh, wow. How'd you get a car? Oh, my folks drove it up here from the Bahamas. You're kidding. It must be the Bahamas or Islands. Okay, the important thing here is that uh, you asked me what kind of car it is. Uh, uh, what kind of car do you got? I've got a bitchin' Camaro. It's time for another episode of... 252. With your host, Frank G, Ralphie D, and Amy the Dream Master. John Salinas, a.k.a. the original SP, was, uh... I mean, he was a John Burton fan before, uh... Yeah. And, uh, I remember, uh... It was, was that a true thing? When, uh... For, like, a solid year, he did all of the advertisements in, uh, the Marvel, uh, books? Like, every single ad was done by Byrne in, like, 83 or 84 or some shit? Yeah, probably so. I don't know if I've heard that, but I wouldn't doubt it because a lot of all the house ads, you know, not like every ad. Yeah, but all the all the Marvel ads. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was be, that was one of the selling points of John Byrne from John Salinas. But uh, I and I always did like his style too. He I'm did, not he had sure a, how I felt. A very sort of a natural, you know. It was like nothing was realistic. too odd. It was kind of realistic without being like it is now, but. <clears throat> but yeah. you, you could see, you know, humans and stuff. It was, it wasn't like you know, McFarlane always had those really deformed sort of heads and ankles things going on, no matter if they were Spider-Man or not. You know, and the, right? You know, Mary Jane kind of looked like a, a Bratz doll for a while. <laughs> Very <laughs> true. The thing, There's Mister puts two hundred pouches on everything. You always knew when he drew something. <laughs> All that shit. You yeah. could tell yeah. people's little <laughs> styles, but Byrne just had like, you know, he could draw. That's why he could draw all the Marvel characters and all the DC characters, and it would just look like the style sheets they provided to people for ads. Right. And so, uh, and based upon that, I mean, I always did have uh, good, a lot of respect for John Byrne and his style because it was like, it was like solid. I mean, I, I dug Ramita just because of the, uh, you know, the Spidey connection, and then I. But I ended up liking John Romita Jr. style more than Senior because that old school blacky style was just like, you know, I was over it. And then the 80s came around. I was like, oh, yeah, John Romita Jr. is dope. And then uh, I would say John Burns and John Romita Jr. were similar, but not definitely not the same, but just similar in the way that their their forms and everything to me were like uh, like normal human beings. <laughs> Right, yeah. Ramita yeah. Junior. Now his stuff looks like he's. It all looks unfinished for some reason. Like everything looks mm. like the 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 rounded, blocked off lines you would square off to show right. where a figure would go, but then never finished drawing the figure there. Yeah, that thing that you sent me recently, and I was like, oh man, darn it! No, <laughs> I guess he, was, old. he was just on Comic Book Men this week, and he had. Uh, he he drew them a, a picture there for their wall, and he did it live on the spot, you know. So it wasn't any screw around stuff, and uh, and it looked great. Mm -hmm. It didn't it didn't have any problems. And I'm thinking that the stuff that that gets printed, you know, either he's drawing it in the computer to begin with, or someone's scanning it in you know shitty fashion or whatever, and it's it's losing something in the process. Because when he put the pencil on the paper, it still looked really good. Okay. So it might All have right, to so do with that, the, the process today being shitty. That, there you go. Realistic explosions photoshopped in the background and shit. You know, I don't need yeah. you know, volumetric lighting in my comic books, dude. Just draw shit. Leave out that stuff. I'm saying, hey, you know what? Sometimes I miss the little dots that you would see on the page back yeah, the exactly. day. <laughs> oh, man. This slick paper stuff, you know, I don't know. You know, it's some for some books, it's just wrong too. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> reading some of like like Archie, for example. I look at those all. You look at Archie on the, the shiny slick paper, and like this is like, what the fuck is this? It's weird. It, like it's printed out oh, it's on the weekend advertisements. You know, like this is weird. Yeah, stuff. it's got to be that. I got that brown stuff. <laughs> yeah, I got a, a subscription for for ten bucks. To the Archie Digest this year, the cover price on a bitch is seven bucks. 
What? Six ninety nine US. <laughs> what? Ten. I got ten for ten bucks, so that's a much better deal. That's not even a year. Nope, nope, not even a year. But if you bought them at the, actually, it is a year because they print ten a year. But uh, but it's what? not as good as they used to be. Yeah. But the book itself, it's on. It's in between. It's not quite the old shitty paper, but it's not that new good stuff. It's uh, this is suitable. I like this. But some of these stories are newer ones that were printed on that crappy stuff to begin with. And it looks weird to see them now you know, on the proper paper. Like, oh, these were actually not as bad as I thought. And you're talking about um, stories, new stories, not uh, reprints of old stuff. This is well, new ongoing from the world of Archie. There is new, but this is the reprints in here are of things that I just never saw. You know, like we stopped buying new ones in like yep. the nineties or whatever, and they continued printing them until twenty fourteen or something. Shit. Before they restarted him. I mean, you're talking about one to four stories per issue. <laughs> Maybe even more <laughs> stories per issue. Even when one title, you know, like the, the last issue of Archie for and you know, somebody they had to do this on purpose. There's no way that nobody said, Hey, but the last issue of Archie was issue 666, you know, and at that uh, point, yeah. you know, there were other titles that had been, you know, so figure 600 more issues of Jughead, 600 of Betty and Veronica, 600 of this, 500 of that, you know, literally right. 10,000 issues of Archie comics with four or five stories a piece that weren't reprints. You know, that's a lot of shit. I'm saying, <laughs> churning stuff out. Oof, so many stories. I miss reading those. I, I remember I liked hot stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. of course, Richie Rich. A lot of those Harvey titles were, I don't know, maybe they weren't funny, but, I mean, they were funny to me. I, I, think, I, was, they, uh, I think they were funny. As an adult, I still find them entertaining. So it is, and it's not just, oh, I remember this. Because some of them, you go, oh, this was kind of lame. But then you go, oh, this one was good, okay. yeah. And some of it, like hot stuff in, in particular, had a lot of things like it, it would say "damn it" and stuff in there, and like hell was always because he was yeah, evil. True. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I remember saying uh, "damn it" in there and be like, "Why does it say damn with an N?" And that's when I learned how you spell "damn it." Because <laughs> <laughs> previous to that, I think it <laughs> damn always, it. I'd only seen it from uh, Commissioner Gordon going "damn it, Batman." <laughs> the double M, damn it. Yep. That was the, the yeah, safe-approved um, way to get past the comic code. I do miss, I also, uh, I don't know if these were gold key, but um, the Disney comics, those were just well-drawn. I remember, uh, and, and I'm talking even before DuckTales and before um, those titles in like the late 80s. I'm talking even in the 70s, possibly early 80s, late 70s. Those uh, duck titles, Scrooge and all those, man, those I love the artwork in those. Uh, the, they had that that Disney style, and it was just uh, so captivating, colorful, and everything. That was some good stuff. Yeah, those were good. Those were all pretty much reprints by the time we got to them too. But that was okay because it was all new to us. But uh, but you know, like, right. remember like the ones that you, when you'd see the ones that we were looking at, but those were mostly like sixties and seventies, I think. And we were looking at them in the 70s and 80s. But you'd see right. a story in the middle of like Donald Duck and it'd look like, wow, this one looks older than the other ones. But it looks intricate and cool. And like those yes. were the old Carl Barks things that everybody, you know, that, that collects the hardest. Like, oh, okay, those oh. work really cool. <laughs> yeah, that Carl Barks art was just uh, goddamn amazing. Every line was just, uh, <laughs> uh, there's a purpose no no disrespect, uh, Todd McFarlane. <laughs> You're my dude. But, you know, there's a lot of extra lines in your shit. <laughs> cross, cross, hatch, cross. Are uh, Spidey's webs still McFarlane style on uh, that I think he created? Uh, I think it depends on who is drawing and what title. Because they have no style guide over there anymore. They do whatever the hell they want. Some issues, everybody looks anime. Some issues, everybody looks like it's been drawn by a third grader with a crayon. And like, what is, there's no consistency between the line at all. 
You know, some yeah, of it looks man. like they took cut out dolls and took photos of them. <laughs> what is this shit? Oh, great. There are no editors anymore or just no one cares. I don't even look at them for free at this point because it's like, I can't even tell what's going on anyway. Like there's this shit everywhere and there's chaos and there's like 12 words per page, you know, like there's a bad two minutes to read a book. It's like for six bucks or whatever. I'm, I'm good. Now DC is rebooting again. It looks like they're like we're unrebooting, going back to like '86 kind of maybe, but we're not sure. You know, it's one of those deals. <laughs> I think they're undoing Back to the Crisis because Super, Supergirl and Flash are big right now, and they're dead. Well, except they're back, but you know they could bring them back completely back to the original stuff and give Superman back his extra power. And, uh, oh my God, <laughs> it's all so confusing. <laughs> And then when we get to the Justice League movie, they'll have a Hall of Justice, and Lex Luthor will be wearing a purple and green suit. You know, that could, that mm. could be the plan. Mm. We're going dark super friends. <laughs> Gle- yes. Gleek shows up. That was, that was from the show, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah well, all right. Now, so Gleek, Zane and Jaina? I could see them showing up at the end as like, you know, possible half bad guys. Are they going to be evil or not kind of thing? I mean, Zan and Jaina and Gleek right. are pretty much Ursa, Zod, and Nan anyway. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So it's, it's, it's doable. I still yeah. want my damn Power Pack movie. I don't care. Oh, man, I definitely want that. And now, since I everything got... has to be a teen movie, why are they not making that movie? They'd make it, but they'd make everybody 35. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Starring Luke Perry as... <laughs> Luke Perry is as G. Oh man! For the love, I mean, there was one teenager in that in the Power Pack, and then the rest were they were like thirteen, maybe it was like fourteen, twelve, ten, eight. Yeah, or maybe Katie may have been six. I think they aged up as it went on because they were they were growing. That's true. They aged them further. As uh, as they sh- they show up once in a while now and like oh a couple of them were adults like what's going on here <laughs> I don't know wow they they made uh, Julie Power was one of the first Marvel lesbian characters like oh, oh well. I had no idea <laughs> nothing whatsoever when, uh, when did she find the time <laughs> right and uh, I think Ice is was is it Iceman that's gay. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, I don't know what they're doing with that. They go, like, Iceman from the future told Iceman from the past he was gay or something, but he had some alternate timeline weirdness and who knows what. So I I don't know. what. But right now, well, Iceman, I don't know. I mean, like, the angel, definitely not. Cyclops, definitely not. You know, Human Torch, maybe. But I'm not so sure about Iceman. I mean, Iceman, mm. especially when you take it to Spidey and his amazing friends, like, well, okay, that's why he didn't want to do anything with Firestar, but what was he doing with Spidey? He's like, oh, I wish Spidey... Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss hey, Lion you know better what? watch her little dog ass, too. You know? oh. <laughs> and your little dog, too. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I may have had a crush on Firestar. I think everybody did. Firestar was Mary Jane with a costume. Basically, yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that they could have easily been that way, except they decided to make a new character out of it instead because they couldn't have Peter living with Mary Jane in a cartoon. <laughs> oh, man. No. At least not in nineteen eighty two. Yeah, we were too young for that to be. Uh, can't understand this. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, definitely had a crush on Chitara. <laughs> um, that was my, my my first touch of furry, <laughs> first and only. Yeah. Um, the Baroness, that was oh, my jam yeah, right yeah. there. I Did think I have a thing for uh, dominant German women. <laughs> the uh, in the movie, the the Baroness, she she worked the the costume. Like there you go, she had the glasses too. I'm like this works. And then like soon afterwards, she changed into something else and was off. And like now, I'll put that back. You know, everybody should wear their action figure costume throughout this entire film and should not be changing clothes. 
that's what I'm saying. What I liked too was uh, the, that the, the Rise of Cobra was the first one, and then the second one. The second one was pretty darn good. I remember yeah, liking I liked that. It. I, I thought the first yeah, one was all right too, but the second one was pretty much good from the beginning to the end, and not just like, "Oh, this part's right. cool." That that's right. That's right. I wonder if they're gonna make a three. I have a, it depends I on when, but they they're redoing their whole Hasbro film universe thing. So since they're remaking or making more Transformers, they'll probably make another one. They will not be making another gem. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? When it when it shows up on uh, cable in the next couple of months, I'll watch it. But um, that I think you were saying that they. I mean, they just didn't stay true to what made Jim Jim, and they just tried to appeal to a generation that didn't know what Jim was, which it kind of still puts you in limbo because um, you're not appeasing the fans that made it what it is and you're just trying to reboot it and trying to go off the nostalgia thing so it just all in all ended up being a mess yeah they took a different movie and decided to fit that on top of it because they had the license yeah that stinks they could have done a better job for sure i guess they have to do my little pony the movie now oh boy that'll appease all the bronies i'm sure I mean, I'm sure they have cartoon movies already, but they'll, they'll have to figure out a way to do like a CG version. I will definitely have to take my uh, youngest to see that. She is a My Little Pony fiend. <laughs> yeah, I'd we imagine did, you've seen go- your share, huh? After having a little girl around, that's you're going to be watching some yeah. My Little Pony. Very true. And don't let there be My Little Pony in the, the Happy Meal. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was weird. That was that was my youngest child calling me to ask me if I could pick her up some McDonald's. <laughs> did you, did you you just heard the last thing I said right before I went off? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, crazy. That's good timing. Do oh they have My Little Pony in the Happy Meal? That's what you'll find when you, if you find that when you get there, then you know it's all weird. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that would be something. Wow, my is a movie. All right, <laughs> who's watching this crap? Well, get them to write some better um, stuff in there, shit. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, it's time for the dramatic yeah, comeback. Right on. Nineteen eighty-four. That's where we left off with the nineteen eighty-three last time, a couple weeks ago. Right. There's been a bunch of other stuff that came up in between. It's a good thing I never said they yep. would all be in a row. The eighties episodes. <laughs> So, well, they're, right. they're consecutive. There's just stuff in between. There you go. I could do like the damn Spider-Man comics right now and be like issue 1.3 and 1.4. And they seriously oh, put out that. like, yeah, they put out one, two, three every month. And they're like, oh, well, this one fits between one and two. It's 1.1. You know how hard that is to keep track of if you're trying to file your shit away? I'm glad I don't have to deal with that at all. It's not bad enough they're on volume six or seven. I, I mean, I thought it was bad enough when they had the three titles and they would tie them in every now and then. Web of Amazing and Spectacular. Yeah, I think there's less. I don't know how many there are right now. There's not as many as there were. But uh, it's just, you know, the, the adding of, you know, can you guys, they can't keep their stories consistent. They don't know what they're doing. If you have yeah. stories that fit between those, then hold those and print these. You know, actually build up some stock so your books aren't always six weeks late. And uh, do you even know if they're going still with, like, like what is it, the billionaire Peter Parker or millionaire Peter <laughs> Parker? Yeah, he is. Uh, he's rich and uh, has kind of changed his character quite a bit. And uh, he's got his partner, Hobie, the, uh, used to be the Prowler, is now like Spider-Man when Spider-Man isn't available. So just like they used to have, you know, Jim Rhodes for Iron Man, they now have Hobie Brown for Spider-Man. Uh, oh, it's got to be a black kid. <laughs> well, and meanwhile, over in the other, that's called, uh, I think it's called Spidey, the other title, you know, where Spider-Man, the other, the, the one who was the black kid, they could, oh, black kid Spider-Man. That was the big thing a couple of years ago. You know, he's now right. over there. And somebody, the latest issue has somebody on like YouTube in his universe saying, oh boy, it's a black Spider-Man. And he's like, no, 
you know, why do I have to be the black Spider-Man? I'm just fucking Spider-Man, you know? Why does it have to be qualified that way and stuff, you know? And it's like, he's pointing out in, in character, in script, like, people, can I just be Spider-Man and you can shut up? And like, well, the only thing is you are wearing a black suit, so maybe they're just, you know, when I say black Spider-Man, when I say black Spider-Man, I mean, you know, black Spider-Man, which is Peter Parker with an alien suit. <laughs> Right, I don't mean African American Spider-Man, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the new the girl in the comic who's on YouTube and is like a teenager. She's like, "Yay, there's female Thor and Black Captain America, and now we've got black or possibly like Latin Spidey." And because his mask was torn, you could see a little bit of his cheek, so like the, his color right. was on display. And she's like, "Isn't that just great?" And it's like, so now he's giving it back to the people who are like, you know. Everybody's making too big of a deal out of this. Just, just, just see where the story goes, will ya? You know, I don't care yeah. if Thor is a girl or who's whatever these characters are. I mean, like, they're not the original ones. You know, the original ones will eventually cycle back around anyway, because it always does. Very so true. I'm not concerned when Doctor Octopus was Spider-Man for two years. I wasn't concerned that that was going to be forever. <laughs> there you go. Give them time. You first you say, like, oh, these people never write anything. And then when they do, people are like, oh, it's taking too long. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. That's why I really barely uh, care get, anymore. Get back to the original. Yeah. I observe from the sidelines. I feel bad that I am kind of commenting on it. <laughs> I haven't bought a book in a long time. But I feel like I'm grandfathered in. I can comment on this shit. Even if you're not reading them. You know, you, you can see just the, the odd page here and there, and you're like, what? You know, it doesn't look right. Uh-huh. You know, and you say, well, that always happens when you get older or whatever, but I don't think it did because when I was 10 or whatever and my dad picked up one of my Batman comics, he still recognized it as a Batman comic like he knew when he was a kid. The story might have changed and the art might have been yeah. a bit different, but it was still the same thing overall. Mm-hmm. Now it's like... <laughs> yeah, they've taken the creative liberties and ran with them, but I guess in this day and age, that's what you have to do. Start with, now, start with Ghostbusters. I did watch that thing, and it uh, okay. the, the thing I saw about a month ago was horrible. And it's like, I don't okay. want to see this at all. But the thing I saw today mm-hmm. was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I could, I could see okay. this being okay. All right, it looks kind of like uh, a a reboot, reimagining, uh, well, remix. They've said like, well, it's not a sequel, but it's a reboot, but it's not. Right. And like, they don't know what it is. And like, well, the trailer indicates it's both because they've referenced the originals, right? And then they right. show the exact same scenes from the originals happening to these people. So like, right. I bet you what happens is there's a time loop somewhere that they have to solve. Like, why does this stuff keep happening every 30 years? Mm -hmm. And then Zool returns at the end, probably, right? (laughs) Uh, Zool, you know what? Even if, uh, shit, what's his name from uh, part two? Uh, Vigo. Oh, right on, sure. It's kind and of, please bring back Bobby Brown. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even have to update the song. Just still as the doorman. He, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was, he was opening the door, door in the yeah. building. Now I want to. Uh, it's worth man. it, I guess, just to see what the new, the new Stay Puft is because it's not going to be the Marshmallow Man. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they're going to redo that. It's going to be something new. And I'm trying to think of what current iconic thing could be blown up. Like what would? You know, I thought of this. The you know the. The most innocent thing I could think of. What's going to get huge? You know, are we going to be attacked by a giant My Little Pony? You know, what something is going <laughs> to. What does Columbia own? I guess Some, is the key here. Something chocolate, so it'll look like poo. I. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it rated PG thirteen? Probably it won't be rated R. Might be rated PG. Although yeah. I don't know, it, it seemed like double entendre land because she was talking about the the slime oozing out of her crack and stuff. I'm like, I don't know about this. This right. isn't for kids. Think, yeah, but the kids now, don't uh, get speak, it. Speaking of uh, Ghostbusters, did you see it at the theater? Because yeah, uh, I, did. I did not. I did, but I did. We could, movies used to come back, and I I saw it when it came back the first time because okay. when it first came out, Ghostbusters and Gremlins were out at the same time, like Christmas eighty. 
When the hell Christmas was that? Day. It wasn't Christmas. See, you, I keep thinking it's Christmas because the Gremlins being a Christmas film, but it was freaking June. So I'm like, it was before I moved to California. So those movies came out around June 84. Okay. That's why Ghostbusters and Purple Rain are in the same issue of Mad, because that came out then, too. So, yeah, and it must have been early June, because I remember singing the theme to Ghost... It might, the, the it ghost might have been May or whatever, theme. but it was... Maybe it was May. But the, the theme was probably out for a couple, you know, six, eight weeks before the movie, okay. too. And that's probably a thing as well. Because, I, I, you know, the song was huge, and I remember seeing the video. I'm like, I want to see this movie. You know, and it was that, <laughs> that and Gremlins. And uh, my grandma went with her friend to see Ghostbusters and came back. and like, oh, it was horrible. It wasn't funny, and it was scary, and it was disgusting, and it was this raunchy and blah, blah. It just gave it a zero, you know. So my dad took me to the movies that week. He's like, what do you want to see? I said, let's go see Gremlins because Ghostbusters apparently is horrible. <laughs> you know? and, uh, and then I found out that was not the case. But that was cool, though, because Ghostbusters was big enough to come back and Gremlins was not. So I made the right choice after all. And that's so weird because, uh, shit, did I see Gremlins at the theater? I can't remember. But um, I remember we had Ghostbusters on video. And uh, my younger brother and I watched that thing maybe every day for a year straight. <laughs> nice. I saw that at the, the Solano Mall Theaters, actually. It was the first movie I ever saw there. Oh, shit. Okay. The maybe Mall six. like August 85 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, weren't videotapes like 100 bucks back then, too? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Seventy nine or eighty nine ninety five. Yeah, I don't know how our broke asses procured a copy. Well, and it was the actual tape. I remember it was like green or something. It was the Ghostbusters tape. It wasn't a bootleg or anything. Right, right. The usual way back then was by like going to like a rent a center type place and getting them with something, and then not taking them back and moving away or going somewhere else. <laughs> Just not returning That's shit. Like, that sounds like something that Margie would have done, <laughs> possibly, or it could have been a gift. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put that. No, put they also that had. Margie. They also had things like you know, rent this, and we'll give you these for free, and then you just take the thing back and don't you know you know you don't don't fulfill the whole deal, <laughs> and they don't take the tapes back. That kind of shit. So there right. were ways you could do that. Plus, yeah, somebody could give it to you, or you find it at the library or whatever, because they used to have sales once in a while of things they didn't need anymore. Yeah, but I remember or maybe that, like the first one I remember buying myself was a Karate Kid, and same thing. It was like eighty bucks, so I found a used one at the same. They used to have the used ones there too for like thirty-five bucks. Even uh-huh. that was a lot for a previously rented tape that was kind of fucked up in places and everything else. Oh yeah, tracking's gonna be off in several places. <laughs> the old days, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Was that also 84, Karate Kid? Yep. Yeah, everything was 84, it seems like. for It was like a transitional period there where it was the first PG-13 movie hit in 84, and like all this other good stuff came out at the same time. I remember watching Deanna Jones and the Temple of Doom in uh, Spanish class and Mrs. Uh, Moore's class in, uh, that had to be 8th grade, 7th or 8th grade. Probably eighth. I remember watching Back to the Future in the seventh. All right, so it was eighth grade then. Because she always had shit. Like, I'm pretty sure Mrs. Moore was bootlegging some videos because <laughs> she would show and up with stuff early. Like, well, how the fuck you have this? Seriously, she was on the cutting edge of, <laughs> of technology and everything. Which is so odd, but like it was definitely somebody. Like her husband must have been into stuff, or maybe it was her. Who knows? I don't mean to be like completely sexist about it. I just don't see that as being her thing. Right. But her reaping the words from a husband, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is on the cutting edge. <laughs> I read the Karate Kid adaptation, movie adaptation. Before I saw the movie, I read the book. And, yeah. then, uh, and then I remember seeing the movie and, um, Shit, yeah, that was a that was a great freaking uh, 
well, it's understatement, great movie. <laughs> but um, I remember liking the book a lot and then seeing the movie. That's a sneaky way that they used to be able to advertise to us as kids, you know, whereas, uh, you know, now they kind of don't do that as much for whatever reason. But I remember getting that same book and it was from Scholastic at school, you know, where they'd have, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd fill in the, they still have those book orders every month, but the books now are, are not cheap. Very true. They're, they do have specials, but for the most part, yeah, they're not cheap. Oh, it's good if you want like, like the, the entire Magic Treehouse or whatever for a good price. Yeah, but if you just want a regular yeah. one book, it's not as good a deal. Right. I'd like to see one of those old forms too. I got to look through some of my old stuff and see if I could find one of those. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some online somewhere. But you know, those books, like all the movie tie-ins that were aimed at kids, those were dollar ninety-five at the most. When comics were probably fifty or sixty cents. So, yep. you know, three or four comics worth, which was a good price for a kid then because that was about how many words you were getting. Definitely, definitely. But we used to buy the heck out of those and read about movies yep. we never saw, and people would, like, oh, let me borrow that book, you know, and everybody would know all these stories. You know, then we'd right, want to yeah. see the movies when we, they came around, whereas now the kid's mm-hmm. like, what's that? What's that? <laughs> I read Gremlins before I saw the movie, too. I remember being like, wow, this is weird and good, and <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> and they then seeing the put, movie. They used to put extra stuff in the books, too. Obviously, descriptive things, but like there'd always be a scene that got cut for whatever reason would show up in the book. You're like, oh, hey, that, should, that, that makes more sense that way, you know? I wish I could totally remember it too, but I I just remember reading it and then, you know, off to the next one. You know what? That's that's one thing about John, though. I mean, he would get some shit and turn it into some good shit. He would get some shit and then, you know, fix that shit, turn it into some good shit. Yeah, we never right? had, we, was, was we never had a, yeah, we never had a TV newer than 1963. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why are we buying anything new? We're going to get some old shit. I will fix it. <laughs> well, sometimes he would take that too far. Because one time he was going to buy me a TV at the Salvation Army and found one that he liked. And it was a black and white with a bunch of tubes in it, but it wasn't working. So that's all right. We'll fix it up. This was 1985, probably. And, uh, yeah. So he then proceeds to go to the store and find all the broken tubes and match them all and gets all the stuff and spends like 125 bucks on fucking tubes. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, the TV I wanted was like 120 bucks. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Gets all of this shit oh. and spends like 20 hours fixing it and cursing at it and getting it to, and it turns on and immediately goes and it fizzles back out and doesn't work. You know, like, dude, you could have, you know, you spent like 150 bucks <laughs> for a black and white fucking TV that doesn't work. Oh my God, that shit is hilarious. But then he'd usually wind up taking it back <laughs> and like cursing someone out and getting, you know, I said, well, great, you got 25 bucks back, but all those tubes are just toast. Nobody <laughs> fucking wants tubes in 1986, except you. <laughs> Now people probably do. I'm sure that shit's expensive as heck now because now it's like super rare. Right, right. It's like uh, owning an old uh, record player or something, you know. Uh. It's like trying to buy Polaroid film at some point. It's like this is expensive and stupid. He in in 2005, right before mm-hmm. he died, actually, he was like finding uh, found a place that had old Polaroid film for his one step, you know, and it was like. 28 bucks a pack or something for the, the 10 shots or 20 shots or whatever. And he bought like, just, like two cases, you know. As oh many, my God. As many as he, he spent like a thousand bucks on fucking film. And, uh, you know, and then he, he freaking died before he got to take any pictures. But it's like the idea <laughs> oh of it. God. Like, dude, you have a fucking, you know, at that time, like a two megapixel digital camera. You know, right that is tiny and works <laughs> you can take a thousand pictures you can print out the ones you want you don't have to print the ones that suck <laughs> you can scroll through and look at them oh man 
Yeah, and I'm like, well, if it's even for his, if it's if it's for the old school reason of like you know taking photos you don't want people to see being developed, don't worry about that because yeah. no one sees the digital photos. <laughs> Just keep them to yourself. Oh, you, can, you can print them at home, actually. Yeah, yeah. If you are so inclined, you could. But yeah, it's like, you know, what are you doing? Why are you buying these? <laughs> I don't want to change. Okay, whatever. You know, those pictures. But so yeah, we have Polaroids of you know events from two thousand five. <laughs> oh my God! I haven't taken a Polaroid in in the two thousands. Oh nope! I take that back. I had a Polaroid taken with my old boss in Vegas. Uh, shit, we were eating dinner somewhere, and they had a an Elvis impersonator and a showgirl going around taking pictures with you, like five five or ten bucks or something and i yeah that was like 2004 something like that i think that was probably the last polaroid i was in yeah it's say somewhere it probably is gone in the landfill at this point but there was somewhere a polaroid of me holding my kid when he was you know two weeks old or whatever so that's how recently he had those <laughs> yeah. oh boy so it goes. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there'll be some uh, technology that we'll be holding on that our kid's going to, our 20, 30 something year old kid's going to be like, Dad, come on. You don't even need a phone anymore. <laughs> Just put the chip in your head. Yeah. I'm not putting no damn chip in my head. <laughs> Man, I ain't putting no trees in nobody's butt, no bees in nobody's butt. But nothing, you must be out your mind, man. Do y'all get paid for doing this? Because y'all got to get some kind of money because this don't sound like the kind of... I'd rather golf, to be perfectly honest, than put something in somebody's butt. Be truthful. They already think enough of the stuff that we do is stupid, but mine doesn't think as much of it is stupid as some of his friends probably do. Because oh, I've, I've exposed him to vintage things since he was little. He never really has a sense of when something is from... Like he was fucking confused when we watched Fuller House last week. <laughs> oh, you know, what? <laughs> All right. So, did you watch that? Have you seen it? No, I, I, I didn't watch it. I, it's, uh, it's very good if you like the old one. If you don't, you won't. But uh, the only thing I don't like about it is the fact that English teachers everywhere hate the fact that the word Fuller is in the fucking title. <laughs> the non-word, anyway. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> Like, yay. <laughs> but other than that, the, the show was good. But the kid just watched the entire, whatever, nine seasons of that show over last summer or so. You know, and he saw uh -huh. them grow from the age of maybe, well, the baby was a baby and was, what, eight or nine at the end. You know, Right. And then, you know, so, like, the, the oldest one was maybe 16, you know, and now right. she's, like, you know, 40. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what happened? <laughs> you know, I don't understand. In one year, and it's all the same setting. Is right. the song the same? Damn near? The house is the same. The, the, the song is the, it's just an updated version. You know, and, and the, yeah, okay. the furniture is the fucking same. You know, they, they did a great job of matching it up. But the, to his brain, he's like, what? <laughs> you know? Like, how did this happen? How did they? <laughs> was it makeup? And how did they do this? You know, like, no. They, it was, they, they really were just just like Star Wars. They just waited thirty years for everybody to get old, <laughs> except John Stamos um, because yeah, he I, is eternal. Yes, he is. Wow, that man. That, that's that. that but uh, to your point, though, of you exposing him to uh, things and him not really knowing when it came out. When I was at your house and I saw like uh, um, you had those old school electronics sets and uh, soldering irons and stuff like that. Uh, I thought that was really cool that, uh, you know, you're teaching him like the ham radio <laughs> way, ways, you know? Yeah, he likes that stuff. He did build a, a little, a kit radio thing. And uh, it, mm -hmm. it, it it sort of works and it sort of doesn't because there's a, one part on it that must be, we, we haven't figured out which part yet. But if he walks around when it's windy, he can get a good signal and jam out to some tunes. <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the building it was the the part that was important, you know. And, uh, right, figuring out what goes where and how to connect it and how to you know, solder and all that good stuff. So yeah, in a way, um, having daughters is the same-ish because um, 
the the uh, twelve about to be thirteen year old, she was really into kind of making her own dollhouses, or if she had a store bought dollhouse, making the furniture or or something out of a, you know, out of like a thread spools or um, whatever you could find that looks like it could be this or cutting this out of that, cool, or making those backdrops and stuff. So. That was really cool. The youngest, though, she does love those kitchen play sets with the fake food and fake <laughs> furniture, fake iron, fake ironing board. She needs all that stuff to make her <laughs> to make her real home. This is the game that they used to play. They would have in their bunk beds. They would pretend like they had their own apartments <laughs> and that they were like seventeen or eighteen and lived apart from each other they were friends in their game and they would you know have all their stuff set up and i was the landlord or something i can't remember. they still use their imagination we would play the these games in the park where um, we would be uh super villains and uh we'd be like breaking into the bank and uh you know batman would be trying to get us i would be several characters Mark Hamill's Joker would be my favorite voice to do. We have Harley Quinn, and they they both like being Harley Quinn. So one would be like Harley Quinn, one would be Charlie Quinn or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we would just let our imaginations fly, and I, we had a lot of fun doing that. What, what were we talking about? Eighty <laughs> four. Yeah, we were like branched somehow far off from the Karate Kid there, and, and all the movies we were doing. But uh, doing the the videotapes and stuff, and uh, Karate Kid was one of those movies I had no interest in until she, Mrs. Moore, showed us that in in class. And like, oh, this was a good movie, right? But, uh, yep. And one of the reasons she showed us that she was like quick to point out was that uh, was that Pat Morita was the the famous graduate of Fairfield High School. Mm hmm. That was our one. <laughs> I always figured like when you know, one of us would come along and be the next one, but I still don't think it's happened yet. Don't think so. Uh, Slackers. Yeah, there should yeah. be at least a rapper out of there by now. What the fuck? Come on, guys. Hurry up. If any current students are listening, which is like a very small percentage possibility, start rapping and get famous because it's been like 40 years now, 50 years, <laughs> shit, 60 years. Yeah. Wait, didn't you didn't you tell me that there was a a wrestler? A yeah, female but, wrestler but she, didn't, from she didn't graduate out of there though. That's the Oh. Her parents did, but she didn't. <laughs> so I don't think that counts. Yeah, nah. She's so fucking hot. <laughs> that like, sounded really real. <laughs> yeah, it's bad because like it's like, well, A, I can totally see like her mom in there, but uh it's like wow. You know, what, you know the, the people we knew were not conditioned for wrestling and shit, but there's a girl, like, damn, dude. But then you go, how old is she? And she's like 23 or something. Like, oh. <laughs> mm. well, let me know when you're like well, 40. There you go. Boy, I tell you. Um, yeah, that's right. I do remember watching The Karate Kid in Miss Moore's class. I think we watched Jaws. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. We watched some, we watched some serious uh, blockbusters there, <laughs> really. Yeah, she never had a shitty movie for us, and when she I didn't have a movie, remember we, she'd like throw in two hours of Friday night videos and stuff just at random. That Hell was, yes, always cool. Like wow, we we just get videos today while we study or whatever. Like fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, damn yeah, that was a damn good teacher man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. She was good. That was one of those classes. You're like, oh, I don't really want to miss school today. Something cool is happening in there. Right, right. Like the uh, just uh, Dia de los Muertos, where we were making like you know Mexican hot chocolate and uh, whatever the fuck churros basically is what we were making. Like this shit is cool. Right, <laughs> right, right. Damn. Yeah, she um. Always had uh, cool lesson plans. Um, I think I still know how to conjugate a, uh, a Spanish verb um, because you had that chart. I still remember, I think that was in her class, uh, when we listened to the 
the tapes, <laughs> the Spanish tapes. Yeah. Take your tape activity sheet and your pencil. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. I just heard that guy too. I haven't heard that in like 30 years, but that just popped right back. I remember the tapes, but now I remember what he said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That was, I, I liked, I really liked learning that at that point. And then later on, I did not, but that was a story we've covered in the past. <laughs> Very true. Like, damn it, I was Very enjoying true. that until you came along. I wish we'd have had Japanese classes back then. I would have liked that too. Konnichiwa. Now, this word is well-known even among people who don't speak Japanese, but those people may not know the correct pronunciation. Can we hear it again, Naomi? Listen carefully. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. You hold the n sound for a little bit, don't you? That's right. Konnichiwa. Listeners, now you try it. Repeat after Naomi. Konnichiwa. Dad, I would have been dope. So I have fun of trying to do that now, but like... You know, back then the, the other choices were French and German. And like, you know, okay, I guess French is kind of interesting in its own way. But why the hell were they teaching anybody German? You know, <laughs> uh, what's the point but of I that? Did, Pat took German. I did live. Oh, yeah, nothing against them or their language. It just seemed like a, an odd. You know, of all the things that were, you know, not particularly useful to kids growing up in the eighties or beyond. Yeah, no use. Uh, I wonder if uh, Pat has used any German for any reason. Well, maybe when he was in the military, perhaps. But I don't know if he ever went to Germany or not. <laughs> right. So, yeah, we should have been learning uh, Japanese. Or, uh, yeah, that would have yeah, definitely been a, a serious advantage. Okay. Right. Especially because it was already becoming a thing back then. You know, that stuff was catching on slowly. Hola, ¿qué pasa? Why is that noise? What is that? Somebody playing a game? No. Or the phone's it's ringing. Fucking s- it's Skype. Oh, cool. It's just giving you 500 message indications. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like a ringing tone. The fuck? Haunted. Possessed by Skype. What? <laughs> it's, making, it's wanting us to rap or something, apparently. It's giving us the beats. The fuck? Oh, yeah. I, it's not on my end. Weird. Yeah, I hear it, but I hear it from far away. <laughs> it's going to yeah. drive me fucking insane. <laughs> it seriously is. Robotic human beatbox. I say, yeah, right. you add a track over the top. <laughs> It's gonna hurt I know that 1986 was not that long ago, but that's when grandma came home with my new Nintendo. Forget the silly robot and those other game packs. There was one thing on my mind, plug this into the jack so I can get a little game of Super Mario on. Phoebe pulling me in, just like my name was Trump because. While you're talking about the 80s, here you go. Here's some sound effects. That's it. Oh, yeah, it sounds like Donkey Kong. That's what it sounds like. Right, ribbit, exactly. Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, uh, I add the uh, sound effects of guns and stuff in the background while I'm not standing outside today, so I'll well, just throw this in as the background. That's better than that, yeah. Jason had my phone, and he was playing... <laughs> Some stupid YouTube videos or something about Play-Doh. I don't fucking know what he watches. What these kids nowadays watch on YouTube. It's weird. (laughs) Kids with your Pac-Man video games and your MTV. Right. (laughs) Well, it's funny because my oldest, he's actually into like Donkey Kong and Pac-Man and Frogger and all like the 80s games and stuff. And he's like, Mom, this is from when you were... yeah, he likes them. I, it was from the movie Pixels. He's seen that, and then that's what got him interested into it. Now he wants to like help me hunt down all the old arcade games so he can play them. And Whoa. good grief! That was that was the one thing. The one good thing that Pixels did was bring your kid into the old school. Video yeah. Games. Yeah, he likes it. So they both do actually. Shoot, Jason's. Just had his fourth birthday party, and that's what it was, was a Pac-Man theme birthday. Cool. I had to make a cake. Yeah, I had to I, make I a Pac-Man cake, right? birthday cake and 
all the right decorations. On. I'm like, hey, this is easy. All right, fair enough. And you did it the cool way too, because like I remember having a Pac-Man cake when I was a kid, like '82, when Pac-Man was huge, and uh, and mm-hmm. my mom did it the the lazy way by making a cake and cutting a fucking wedge out of it and saying it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like all you did was wanna, eat a chunk of cake. That doesn't count. Yeah, I was gonna do it that way, but I decided to just do it all frosting and not jip out a huge portion <laughs> of cake for the kids. So now, I did and that for my been, kid once, but I also made him little ghost monster cakes to go on the side. So then it was still cool. I, I did that too. I made little ghosts and little pellets. And then last yeah. year I had to hand make a fucking Stay Puff Marshmallow Man cake for him. <laughs> you didn't have shit. <laughs> well, you can't really like go to a bakery and be like, hey, make a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man cake for me nowadays. So they're going to look at me and like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, but it might be expensive because you have to find the right. Right, right custom design guy. Like those dudes exactly. on TV, you know, those guys yeah. that make ridiculous cakes. Right. So I just... Uh, did you did you do a tutorial or did you uh, make it up no, yourself? No, I just, just saw a picture of the face and I did it. He kind of looked like Pillsbury Doughboy at the end. Yeah. But whatever. He, it was, yeah. he was ecstatic about it, so... Same thing, man. They're, they're, the only difference is maybe like slightly chubbier cheeks. <laughs> they're good. The hat. The hat was just actually the face and stuff turned out great. It was the hat. I didn't make it to the side enough. <laughs> big, big whoop. I you know I made it on top more, but I just think it's kind of cool that my kids are stuck in eighties era, not all the crap that's. out nowadays that's what they're interested in exactly what we were talking about when we uh when you called in is that i Mm -hmm. introduced my kid to all this shit from from days beyond and he has no idea really what's from anywhere at this point which is sort of confusing to him i said that when we watched fuller house last week the first episode comes on and he's just like what the fuck is going on (laughs) you know how did what happened how come everybody just suddenly got older Oh, I was gonna say, did he? Did you show him like the old episodes? Because we'll watch yeah. it on like Nick or whatever the heck channel they play it on at night. Especially if my niece comes over, she likes watching that show. So my kids know him, you know, know them as all being little. I haven't watched the series yet. Right. So yeah, when, uh, he watched the entire old series, and when it was over, he said, "Well." You know, I hope they make some more of those. I said, well, they're not going to make any more of those. It's, it's a really long time ago. And he's like, well, I really hope they do. And then like six weeks later, they announced they were going to make some more. I'm like, holy crap, you know, he has the power. Yeah. the power like i need to introduce him <laughs> well, some been, more stuff <laughs> it, it's been in like i know oh god when did I, I heard about it last year sometime like yeah. the the three john stamos and bob saget and whatever the other dude's name is from here from michigan and I'm God, they were doing some kind of like the Today Show or something together. Oh, okay. And I think that's where they kind of leaked it. Yeah. So I knew that they were in the makes of it, but we I didn't know who was going to be in the cast. Hey, they got everybody except for the damn Olsen twins. So yeah, and they'll probably since it's a, you know successful, they'll probably show up. For, you know, they only have to probably put in less than 10 minutes work to make an appearance you know they'll probably right. the next, next batch they only need and they only need one of them now one of them the right 
Yeah. It's not like they're little kids and need to. And they refer to them in universe as well because uh, one of the one of the lines in one of the episodes, somebody gets a dress and they say, "Oh, this is from Elizabeth and James." It's that clothing line from Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. You know, so now they uh, exist. <laughs> you know, they double exist in the universe. So they could yeah. have an episode where they both show up and Michelle looks like Ashley Olsen or something, you know. That's mm-hmm. funny. But they kind of look like de- oh. deathly skeletons at this point, so I'm not sure they can stand in front of a camera for very long. <laughs> right, they don't have the power. <laughs> they- I've got the power! Give this kid a cupcake. No kidding. <laughs> Let her have those cookies she wanted, man. Come on. They could always get... Yeah. Uh, there are others, the Scarlet Witch, to come oh. play her for five seconds. <laughs> With Elizabeth Olsen. There you go. I was going to say, that's the sis- other sister, right? The yeah. other Skeletor. Well, she actually <laughs> looks normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just seen her on something not too long ago.
Ah, uh, uh, Johnny, pull yourself together.